Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, Shifty Mercutio's Half-Off Stand-Up Comedy Club. I would like to uh, uh, usher up onto the stage our first comic of the night, Mr. Griffin Coldiron. Hi, folks. Hi. Thank you for that great intro. How's everyone doing tonight? Are you tipping your bartenders? You Half of what we owe them, so about 10%. All right. Owe. This is a crowd work show, which means that I'm going to be asking a lot of questions of you guys. So if you don't participate, go fuck yourselves. Read the sign before you come to the show. All right. I'm going to need someone. I'm going to pick someone from the audience. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, you there in the, over there on the left side, house left. Uh, yeah, what's yeah. going on? Hey, how you doing tonight? Well, uh, I'm doing okay. Awesome. Who are you with? Is that your, uh, is that your sister? That's your no, it's my wife. Uza. All right, off to a great start. Uh, so what do you do for a living, sir? I am a trash man. Hey, tell me about it. I'm up here slinging trash every night. Thank you. <laughs> and then I'm going to add a rim shot, and that's kind of the whole bit, I think. I, 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 hey, Griff, you do much better than I, I thought you were going to. I put you on the capital S spot there, and you know what? It was it turned out pretty well. It's great that every two weeks I have approximately 60 seconds to practice my improv, so thank you for this. Hey, you're welcome, man. Yeah. It's like they keep you on your toes. Keep I appreciate that. Hello, everyone. Hey, welcome every back oh. to another episode. Who's going to go first, Griff? <laughs> Who's starting the podcast, Griff? Go for it, go for it, go for it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Uh, as per usual, of course, I am Zach. And I am Griffin, and sometimes we say things at the same time. It's like we're meant to be. But a lady in red. <laughs> You know that song? I do. I'm aware. Uh, if you this is your first time listening to the show, hey, welcome to the pet shop of the multiverse, where we multiversal business owners and resident handsome gentlemen will mm. guide you on a journey to find the your next best likely magical friend. Yes, hands down. You know, uh, we're excited to dive into this episode, um, friends. Get excited, though, because I believe, that, as you said earlier, Griff, this year is episode 98. That's which it. Which means episode 100 is coming up here very soon. Yeah. We don't know what the fuck we're going to do. Haven't a clue. But it's got to be a big deal, right? I think so. It's bigger than the anniversary at this point. Would you argue it's bigger than, episodes, bigger than episode 69, though? Nothing will be as big as episode 69. Episode 69 was pretty... Nice. There's not going to be another show, n another episode like it until what? Like episode 420? Oh, man. Or if we, like... like now, to put that into context, we've been doing this show for about four years. Yeah. We're four coming years? Up, five years? I think we're coming up on four? 
Either way, so for us to hit episode 400, that's going to take us, we will be in our late 30s probably by then. Yeah, assuming that we keep having content with which to do this show about. Which, you know what, is presenting a bit of a challenge, (laughs) but we're getting by. We really really need a vein as deep as D&D. To like rear its ugly head. Yeah, friends. I don't know if you've if you've caught on to that fact. We um have totally exhausted the owner's manual. Yeah, everyone in there's just dudes now. Yeah, um, uh, and Which, we've like, done most of those too. And <laughs> so. we had to come up with a completely different episode format with which to talk about those just cool people. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. It's been about five years, so you know what? <laughs> so, hey, if you're, a, if you're a third-party D&D content creator specializing in any sort of, like, monster manual creature book stuff, hit us up. We'd love to talk about your shit on this show because, yeah. frankly, we're getting a little desperate. Hey, you know, we, we still got lots of uh, Cobalt Presses, Toma Beasts 1 and 2 to get through, and they're on their way to getting episode, uh, number three out, so... And for today, we're going back to an old friend as well. That we haven't touched in at least a year, I yeah. gotta say. We're going back to our friends with Frog God Games and their Tome of Horrors. Tome of Horrors. 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 I can't roll my R's. Horrors. <laughs> I rolled that whole word somehow. <laughs> I somehow rolled that whole word. That was impressive, my I was, man. Horrors. <laughs> 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 like Perry the Platypus. <laughs> Perry the Platypus. <laughs> that, that's good. I can't do that. My, my Perry impression is an old one. It's an oldie but a goodie. Dooby dooby doo. Dooby dooby doo. Perry. All right, Zach. Anyway. You want to get into this? Yeah, let's dive on in there. All right. Up first from the Tome of Horrors, we have the Kathleen. I think I went to college with a Kathleen. <laughs> well, not a Kathleen like this, I'm assuming. No, this that is was a, Kathleen. Yeah, so. that's a person. This is a horse with six legs. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, this creature, I love it when it says this creature resembles, because it says this creature resembles a blackish-brown warhorse, that rears, exposing six muscular legs and terrible hooves. It terrible hooves? It doesn't resemble a war horse, a six-legged horse. It's just a horse it's, with six legs. It's a six-legged horse. Can we call a spade a spade? Now, something that rese- like that would be like if you know this was like the horror movie where like it kind of looked like the horse, and you're like, wait, that thing has six legs. Yeah. But then like its mouth like splits open, right. and it's like. It's like how a mimic resembles a treasure chest. Now, that's something that would resemble a horse with six legs. This fish is just a horse with six legs. And it even says that in the first sentence of the description. Kathlins are powerful six-legged horses that spend their time roaming the temperate plains they call home. They generally avoid contact with civilized races, preferring the seclusion of their homeland above all else. Kathlin congregates into herds, uh, and two types of herds can be encountered. Bachelor or mixed. A bachelor herd consists of all males. Is this just a fraternity? Well, I was going to say, it's either the fraternity um, 
or it's like the you know um the it's like like when we went on my bachelor weekend like it's like a bunch of like kind of burgeoning on sort of older guys that are just like still trying to like hold on to their youth (laughs) (laughs) that will be whenever i get married and that's what my fucking bachelor party is gonna look like because we're gonna be pushing 40 probably by then hey hey Hey, believe in yourself. I believe that love will find you soon. Okay, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Each male in such a herd is young and hasn't reached full maturity yet, so it is a fraternity. So it is a a fraternity. The second type group of Boy Scouts. The second type of Kathleen is a mixed herd that contains both females and males. In a mixed herd, there will always be at least one male for every three females. And then it says in parentheses here, it's part of the harem-like structure of the Catholic society. Now, Zach, I'm starting to get afraid because how smart are these six-legged horses if they have a harem-like society? They have an intify. Okay. I mean, I feel like the same way that, like, you know, like like a male lion kind of has the, you know, a, a group of lionesses. All right. Lionesses? Yeah. Lionesses. That, like, they go do the work while he's is just kind of a lazy bastard and mooches. <laughs> For sure. When a bachelor male reaches maturity, it leaves the bachelor herd and seeks out a mixed herd, where it selects up to three females to mate with. Should the Catholic settle for a female that is mated with another male, a battle ensues. That's the, fucked up. The male that wins this fight claims the female as its own. Yeah. Kind of fucked up. That's fucked up. Come on, Catholic. Be better. Be better. Catholics can be trained as mounts or beasts of burden. Young are usually easier to train than older Catholics, and males make for better mounts than females. They can also be trained to serve as a mount in combat. They are fearless creatures and do quite well in such situations. Trained properly, a Catholic makes a quite excellent combat steed. When fighting, a Catholic rears back on its hind legs and slashes with its hooves or gnashes at a foe with its bite. Non-domesticated or untrained Catholic back away from combat if overwhelmed. They do not do so out of fear, but are intelligent enough to know when they are beaten. And there's a little section here about training a Catholic. It's got about a bunch of numbers and stuff that we don't really care about. They can be trained like horses. Uh, They're strong as hell. Uh, They have a trait called Great Endurance, where they can gallop for up to four hours straight before succumbing to exhaustion. That's a festival. Yeah, that's a lot. They've got a speed of 60. Uh, They are brave, so they have advantage on saving throws against being frightened. They've got a trample and, uh, yeah, hit pretty hard with those hooves there. 2d8 plus 4 bludgeoning damage. Damn. That's a big horse. That's and it's a big got four. more hooves than normal. Well, that's fair. Yeah, it does have some terrible hooves. That would, that would That's the reason why it yeah. does all that damage. Yeah, they're terrible. I hate well, yeah, it, it, it does 1d8 per set of hooves <laughs> that, it, that it hits you with. So if it jumps up straight in the air and then lands down on top of you with all six legs, I would let it do oh, 3d8. I would as well. Yeah. 3d8 plus six. <laughs> that's, just, that's, <laughs> that's just a crit. It just hits you yeah. with all of its hooves. I love that. Fucking hell. These, these are kind of rad. Yeah, they're they're six-legged frat horses. I want to see a, um, you know, the. are you aware of the film Grown Ups starring Adam Sandler, Kevin James? No. Um, a bunch of other people whose names are mistaking me. I am not. Chris Rock. 
It's um, it's a move. It's a it's a movie. Like, look, it's fine. It's clear that they had a lot more fun fun making it than everyone had watching it. <laughs> um, I get that. Uh, but like, yeah, that's the that's the male herd uh version. It's just it's just a bunch of we make a movie. It's like a you know weekend at Bernie's slash grown ups kind of thing mm-hmm. where it's just a bunch of mediocre dudes they go out <laughs> on the weekend to try and recapture the old times perhaps someone dies they gotta act like they're alive and hijinks ensues i want i want to see this story play out from the perspective of the like the older female kathleen when the mm-hmm. bachelor her rolls up and they're like "Ugh, here come the bachelors again i i want to see the the you know the the movie well, I want to see the the version of like the mixed herd, but like that it passes the Bechdel test, because <laughs> I feel like that'd be difficult. That's a, a hard structure they've set up. Yeah, yeah. We are talking about horses. And yeah, there are weirder things out there. <laughs> a a horse movie. So I think it's got to be animated at that point. No, oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, it's like. The shenanigans that they just get up to while mm-hmm. everyone else is worried about like, ooh, the males are coming. And then it's like, OK, but like I've got projects. I got stuff I got to work on. I'm trying to work. On I've my- got this. I've, I have a deadline. Like I'm trying to work on me. Yeah. Is this like a Hallmark sort of film? Is that I, what I'm- I am not defined by my relationship to those other six legged horses. Like yeah. I'm my own Kathleen. My name's Kathleen, and I'm a Kathleen. Kathleen the Catholic. And she's Catholic. <laughs> Kathleen the Catholic Kathleen? Yeah. And it's like, y'all ever wonder what's like, is the earth actually flat, or is it round? I want to go find out. Oh, man. Yeah, no, she wants I'm to be a scientist. Feeling, yeah, I'm feeling like the Hallmark vibe, now it's like, she's all business. <laughs> I've got to find yeah. out if the world is flat, you guys. <laughs> He's all fun. Hey guys, you want to do some fucking jello shots? <laughs> At first, they don't mesh well. I've got what are you talking about? I got stuff to go do. Yeah, but bro, ha- have you listened to Hootie and the Bluefish lately? And then he gets trampled in a stampede to death. Oh, oh god. Well, we could I could add some nice well, my life has been improved significantly. It's Kathleen. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen Keller, the Catholic Kathleen. Coming to CBS. Hallmark Channel soon. <laughs> I like that. All right. They're six legged horses. Man. Uh, There's just, yeah, good pet. Like, I mean, good, pretty good pet, yeah. honestly. You know what? Honestly. Starting off nice. Pretty good pet. Like, we did it. Could, could have a ranch. Could have a whole ranch, Catherine's, yeah. thundering hooves all over the place. Yeehaw. Man, where were these for Zach and Griffin's Yeehaw Pet Shop? Yo, for real. It's because I think, I mean, I think the, we were looking in, in at this all book. the... Yeah, I think we were looking at all the official source material. Yeah, they're in this book. We just didn't look. Anywho... I'm gonna take my Kathleen to the old town road. Oh, man. Keep going. I want to hear the, 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 the low voice part. I got the Kathleen in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Six legs are attached. Well, that's pretty good. Hey, guy. thanks. <laughs> to the horse. So, this, know, has legs so shall we dive to the next one? Yeah. 
So this next one ain't so nice. Ah, cool. Uh, this is the blood bush. <laughs> blood bush, eh? So the blood bush. What I'm looking at is a bush. Yeah. It's got some, it's got some flowers. Yeah. Some some sort of thorny branches sticking out of it. Um, and it, and there's just a, like a like a skull and rib cage on the ground and a yeah. pool of blood right below it. Like it's growing out of the bones. Yeah. This creature appears as a three-foot-tall flowering bush with a thick trunk and a small and small whip-like branches. Yuck! Mm. Each branch is topped with a blood-red flower and deep, rich green leaves. Again, it it doesn't appear like a bush. It is a bush. It's just a bush. I don't know what happens though. The blood bush is a fell plant creature cursed by a wizard in times past. Fucking wizards. Fucking wizards. Always cursing shit. They just fucking fuck shit up all the time. It is named for its blood red flowers and its thorny blood red seeds. N- and not the pool of blood it's in. <laughs> Maybe that's circumstantial. A blood bush is sometimes referred to as a grave marker plant oh. because a creature that encounters it and fails to see the danger this sinister plant presents rarely lives to tell about it. Okay. I'm confused. A blood bush can only be grown from a seed that has germinated inside the warm body of a small or larger animal. There it is. There it is. Roots from the germinating seed kill the host and use the nutrients provided to grow rapidly into a deadly plant. A number of nobles use this horrid plant as a deterrent against thieves and robbers, sometimes creating entire hedges of the plant. Holy shit. Oh, no. A blood bush appears as a flowering bush about three feet tall. Its thick trunk quickly splits off into many smaller whip-like branches, each top of a blood-red flower surrounded by deep green leaves. Blood bush seeds can be sold for about 20 gold each on the open market. <laughs> Collecting them without dying is not the easiest of tax. About to tasks. say, there's, there's got to be a better way to make a living. Yeah. When a blood bush detects a warm-blooded creature within 20 feet, it fires a volley of flower darts at the creature, wow. attempting to implant it with its seeds. A creature that dies from the blood bush's seeds implantation rapidly decomposes, and a new blood bush springs up in the area within four days. Yeah, that sucks. Living creatures within five feet of a blood bush are slashed and cut with its whip with its uh four whip like tendrils. So it's a small plant. Yeah. It's unaligned. It's got an armor class of thirteen, (laughs) which I think is impressive for a bush. Yeah. It's got 59 hit points. That's a thick bush. It's a thick bush. Uh, It's got a 20 con, a 15 strength. Wow. 14 dex. What the fuck? Zero speed. It's vulnerable to thunder damage. It's resistant to cold and fire. Wait. It's immune to lightning. Wait, what? Yeah. Vulnerable to thunder. Immune to lightning. Resistant to cold and fire. Immune to lightning kind of makes sense. A, A little bit resistant to fire maybe it's just like you know it's really wet so like you know it's, yeah. you're trying to you're trying to like you know burn wet wood but yeah. vu- vulnerable to thunder i don't really get it blows it apart you know i guess but... snaps its twigs 
Yeah, okay, you've convinced me. <laughs> that, uh, because it snaps its twigs? Twigs. It's twigs. <clears throat> Creatures that are implanted with a blood bush seed begin to suffer the effects of it rapidly germinating inside of them. Once implanted, the seed quickly begins to grow and expand. For every 24 hours that elapse, the target must repeat the DC-14 constitution saving throw, reducing its hit point maximum by 5, or 1d10 on a failure. Oof. The germinating seed is destroyed by the immune system on a success. <laughs> That's nice. The target dies if this uh, reduces its hit point maximum to 0. This reduction to the target's hit point maximum lasts until the blood bush seed is removed. Jesus. Yeesh. It's just like a, it's like a terrible kind of time bomb, basically. Yeah. It's, uh, it's got a multi-attack. Yeah. Uh, hits one, uh, one attack with a flower darts and two attacks with its tendrils. Holy shit, that's a lot. Yeah. They don't so seem to do a ton of damage, but still. So, yeah, its tendrils do D4 uh, plus two slashing. If the target is a medium or smaller creature, it is grappled and restrained. And the blood bush cannot grapple another creature. And that's got its flower dart. Uh, it's a D6 plus two piercing damage, and the target must succeed on a DC 14 con save or be implanted with a blood bush seed. Yikes. So right away, I'm thinking, real good for, like, an assassination. Could be, yeah. Really slow you send like like a, like a lovely little plant, you know, to like your mortal enemy. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, ooh, go to admire it. Ooh, this looks nice. Ooh. And then, oh, oh what was that? <laughs> what was that? And then like 24 hours later, they're like, and then a plant jumps out of them. Yeah, that's pretty it's rough. A, it's like the icicle stabbing of, you know, sort of thing, of death. The perfect crime. The perfect crime. The plant did it. The pl <laughs> what, do you, what do you expect me to do? Prosecute a plant? It's like, no, 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 no. I didn't do anything. I sent him some flowers. Oh, the flowers killed him? Okay, that's not on me. That's on the plants. That can't hold up in court, though, right? It's like... Ah, I sent my arch rival this highly toxic frog. Like, just because he interacted with the, the just because the frog touched him doesn't mean that I am liable for murder. All right, so new plan. Mm. Addendum. Addendum. So you send with it a card. The card looks blank. And then, like, 48 hours, ink magically uh, 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 shows up and it says... <gasps> This is a gift. Be careful. These things are really dangerous. Oh. So and it's the, like, see, I warned them. Yeah. You know? But they didn't see I, it. They didn't, you know, they, they, they didn't heed. They didn't heed my warnings. Really, it was an enter at your own peril sort of thing. <laughs> that is still really garbage to send someone like, obviously, I know this is happening with the intent of an assassination, but it's like, you know, you know, it's dangerous. Yeah. It's like hand handing a child a, a, a you know a butter knife and be like, all right, now don't stick that in there. Stick it in there. <laughs> what did I tell you? Blood bush. Blood bush. You think like, you think those flowers smell good? 
I mean, probably, you know, like in a like, you know, sickly sweet like that, you know, Ooh. same thing with like Venus fly traps where they have yeah. like that sweet smelling nectar yeah. to draw in prey. You could do that too. use that to like give someone a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. I also see a po- possible product. Um, you know how like it's like people will still eat blowfish even yeah. though like it's super dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, you know, if not prepared correctly, like you could totally die. Yeah. It's like like blood bush seeds or like perfume well uh, perfume's good i was thinking but like you know like it's like a snack like you go to the grocery store you oh buy like god seeds pumpkin <laughs> seeds but you buy but blood bush seeds honey roasted blood bush seeds yeah and it's like you could eat them they could totally implant themselves in you and you become a blood bush in like a couple of days but very nutritious though very nutritious though <laughs> carolina reaper blood bush seeds that's the that's the new challenge. I can see that sweeping ticket. Oh no! <laughs> I mean that is that is perfect for that because if there's one thing the like YouTube generation knows how to do, it's create viral challenges that are dangerous for your health. Have you seen this shit recently about like people cooking chicken in Nyquil? No. Yeah, it's real. What fu- the fuck? That's what I'm saying. Like, I hey, I, what, what, wait, wait, Griffin? One second. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Hey, if you're out there cooking your chicken with goddamn NyQuil, what the fuck is wrong with you? There's something wrong There's with something you. There's something fucking wrong with you. The only reason I saw this was I saw a thing on Twitter about, like, the CDC had to issue an alert saying, hey, don't, don't cook your cook chicken your in chicken NyQuil. Don't cook your chicken with NyQuil. <sighs> it's haunted. But, like, it's literally someone with a pan of NyQuil on a stove and just a loose chicken breast in it. And they take it out and it's just that horrible greenish color. Like, yeah, it's not, I didn't I didn't ever watch a full video of someone eating this. I would. Yarts. What's it supposed to do? I didn't get that far. <laughs> I just saw the CDC be like, what? hey, chill okay. the fuck out. Guys. I got to Google this. OK, cooking chicken. Yeah, in like in Nyquil TikTok, <laughs> it's no. like the top fucking thing. No. The agency has issued a warning about videos that have surfaced on TikTok challenging people to cook chicken in Nyquil, which contains acetaminophen, dextromethorphan, and doxylamine, yeah. or similar over-the-counter cough and cold medicine, according to the FDA. Please don't cook chicken in Nyquil. The FDA asked TikTok users. <laughs> Some people are calling it sleepy chicken. Uh, yeah. Why does chicken uh, cooking chicken in NyQuil do? Uh, boiling a medication can make it much more concentrated and change its properties in other ways. Even if you don't eat the chicken, inhaling the medication's vapors while cooking could cause high levels of the drug to enter your body. Mm. It could also hurt your lungs. Don't fucking cook chicken in NyQuil. <laughs> Uh, I never thought I'd have to say that fucking sentence out loud. It's the t- it's the Tide Pod thing all over again. This is going to be Brendan Mulligan's new CEO video. Yeah. Hi. Fucking Nyquil. Hi, I'm Nigel Couch, and I'm the CEO of Vix. <laughs> I'm Brendan Babanavan of Lanolin. <laughs> hey, Brendan Mulligan, if you happen to listen to the segment, please use the name Nigel Couch. I'm very proud of it. There we go. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, you need to make the little audio, yeah, snippet and, and tag tag him in the fucking Nyquil chicken. Are there's you fucking there's something me? fucking wrong with there's you with your Nyquil wrong chicken. With you. Yes, exactly. Fuck God, this. fuck this. Fuck you. Don't do it. Anyway, blood bush. Good pet. No. 
Maybe if you're like a Warforged. Yeah. Oh, now I've got like a character idea for like a Warforged druid who just keeps dangerous plants. Ooh. And can't they can't get you because you you got no blood because you just wouldn't meddle. You, you got no blood for the blood bush uh, to eat. All right, I'm going to D and D to Beyond to start making that later. <laughs> Fucking hell! Is there like a like a like a dangerous circle like that? Like, is there a circle of thorns? I don't think so. I mean, there's a circle of spores, but spores I think is what I'm thinking of. I should, I'm gonna make them. I'm, I'm gonna make a the circle of thorns. Ooh, make mm. it! I like that. Mm. Mm, yeah. All right, bad pet, bad pet ad break. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Hi, I'm Shifty Mercutio, owner and operator of Shifty Mercutio's pre-owned genies and genie resale emporium, home of the multiverse's largest supply of gently used genie paraphernalia. You know how many times people get overwhelmed by the prospect of three wishes and just choke up halfway through? What are those genies supposed to do then, huh? Just wait? Nah, nah, nah. That's where I, Shifty Mercutio, come in. Every genie on my shelves has at least some wishes guaranteed. What? You don't take me, Shifty Mercutio, at my word? Well, listen to some of my partially satisfied customers. This thing only had half a wish left. How the fuck am I supposed to use half a wish? I thought I lucked out when this shitty lamp had a full wish left in it. I wished I was rich. It legally changed my name to Richard. Zero stars. This place sucks ass. My genie won't even work with me. I wish I'd never bought this stupid lamp. Oh, now you work? Now you work. Fuck you, piece of shit. What hot warming words. So, if you're in the market for or in possession of a pre-owned or recently resold genie, come on down to Shifty Mercutio's pre-owned genies and genie resale emporium. Shifty Mercutio's. You get what you get. Don't throw a fit. Oh, hey, Griff. Yeah, bud. I gave it a try. No, Zachary. No. Don't. Don't. Here. Don't do it. Here, wash it down with this Tide Pod. Oh, okay. Well. How was that? Refreshing. All right. <laughs> now that that bit is over, can I have, <laughs> can I have my co-host back? Yeah. Hi, can, he, can he go? Can he be revived from the Nyquil? Hi, chicken? I'm back. To, I'm I'm back to play. Hi. Phew. I really didn't want to lose you to the sleepy chicken. Oh, the sleepy chicken. The sleepy chicken. It got me. jesus christ all right well if the sleepy chicken doesn't get you zach the gribbon might oh man um this is the the gribbon which sounds a lot like griffin now that i'm saying it more out loud gribbon gribbon (laughs) oh gribbin sounds like if i how like i would say if i was like if i had a cold yeah Will you make me some sleepy chicken? Yeah, I got you. Um, (laughs) I'm going to be smart. I'm going to put the NyQuil in the chicken. I'm not going to cook it. Cook it in it. Oh, you're going to inject it? Yeah, it's NyQuil stuffed chicken. Nice. Yeah. Gribbon is a little monkey with little wings and a knife. He's just got a little... (laughs) 
<laughs> a little fucking Tonto. <laughs> he does look a lot like a Tonto. He's he looks like just like he's gonna get up into some shit. He's got his little <laughs> knife ready to go. Right, right, how, some people. how do you think if he could talk what do you think his voice yeah he, spe- he can speak common what oh, do you think shit. he sounds like hmm. he sounds like um he's like uh, hey yeah yeah you want to go you want to stab something <laughs> I just, i'm just saying 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 you want you want to stab something? i'm just saying it could be fun it could be fun <laughs> all right i gotta pick something that's different than your than your choice yeah it sounds, it's, a, it's a little more psychotic than I meant it to be. Yeah. It's no, more, it's like more it. mischievous is what I was going no, for. But he, he's got this really like hunched over sort of sketchy look. Anyway, yeah, so kind of just like, ew. It's like, um, hey, come over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to really hide. Okay, there you go. Hey, <laughs> you there. Get over here. <laughs> This knife. <laughs> do you do you do you have any any enemies? <laughs> hey, you. And like reach, pulls on your sleeve. I'm talking to you. <laughs> this is really don't good. fucking don't fucking ignore me, you bastard. <laughs> the hiding the hiding is really uh, out of frame. Was really doing it for me. Hey. Hey, you, you, you bastard. Hey, hey, you motherfucker. <laughs> Tell me, who do you hate more than anyone in the world? <laughs> uh, it's really fucking hey. good. Hey. <laughs> Tell me, who do you hate? I'll find them. I love I'll them. them. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Thanks, man. Holy shit. Uh, I I like this this cat, whatever their name is. <laughs> this wicked little creature looks like an oversized monkey with leathery <laughs> bat wings. It clutches a needle-like dagger in its claws. Hey, hey, you, hey, come, you little bitch, come here, come over here. I you, <laughs> I killed your enemy. You give me peanuts. <laughs> Tell me their name, and I'll fight them. Okay. <laughs> Gribbons, at first glance, resemble large monkeys with bat wings. Closer examination, however, reveals facial features of a more human than simian nature. Their bodies are covered with a coarse brown fur, and their hands end in powerful sharp claws. These creatures are fiercely territorial and prefer to swoop down from treetops and assault trespassers without warning. Hey, <laughs> so get out of here. Yeah. This is where I live. Uh, so they're fucking drop bears, but with knives. Yep. Uh, though they greatly prefer forests, gribbons have been known to reside in caves and caverns, especially those with higher up outcroppings where they can perch and survey their territory. Gribbons are equally as likely to attack their opponents with weapons, preferring daggers and darts, though sometimes employing employing short swords as they are with their claws. Their favorite tactic is to grab an opponent, fly above the ground, and drop it. Yikes. They are small monstrosities. They are neutral evil. 12 AC, 13 hit points, 30 foot walk and fly speed. Their stats are relatively unremarkable. They're only CR one half. So it is for all their bluster. (laughs) It is just a shitty little monkey with a knife. (laughs) 
They have pack tactics, and then, yeah, they can claw you for a D4 plus two, hit you with their dagger, or their uh, throw a dart at you, all for also a D4 plus two. So, like, all in all, they're not that dangerous, but I like to it's think the that they are that they hyper have, dangerous. It's the fact that they have pack tactics. Wait, one second. Hey, come on. All right. Hey, hey. You tell me who to go for. I'll go. Okay. I'll get. I'll get Francois. Yeah. I'll get Nanzio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get Mitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get Gavon. Mm-hmm. And we'll find them. Oh, we'll find them. And we'll fuck them. Stab them with the knife. Stab them. Stab them with knife. Okay. Uh, no, no, no plan. No plan. I, okay. I take you and me. We take. We take knife. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. And then you two, Francois and Gavin, you take dart. <laughs> you throw the dart at them. And then we'll fly up and we'll stab them and with a knife. We, we, we pick them up, we go, we fly over, grab them with hands, pull them up into the air, and then once they're up, we drop them on the ground and stab them. Yes? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I think I figured so, out where, my vo- where the voice came from. Yeah. I think that's just me doing my mole impression from uh, Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Ah, 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 you know what I'm talking yes. about? You have disturbed the dirt. <laughs> Yes, the sounds of death. Look, it works, man. Oh man, hey, <laughs> it's it's just the hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I really like to think that these guys think they are big shits, but at the end of the day, oh, they definitely. are like they're so useless. Like these cats are definitely the fucking tunnel snakes rules of yeah weird they'd be these would be great minions though oh yeah like like send these off to the henchfolk job fair because like oh yeah definitely hire hire gribbons today like you you need you need new henchmen you need you need some new heat you have not you found someone fucked up you you have you have been trying and searching and looking for a minion that can fit your aesthetic and the goblins and the the kobolds like they just ain't doing it Check out Gribbons. Check out Monkey with Knife. Hey, you know what? I'm having trouble with my TD right now, and I'm considering Gribbons. So. <laughs> there we are. Uh, good pet? Not good pet, but, like, definitely good hench folk. Yeah. Like, like if, like, if you made a, a convincing enough offer, like, they would fuck anyone up for you, definitely. I think so. I think so. They just seem like that's their vibe. Like, they, like, obviously they're territorial, but, like, other than that, I feel like they, they, they're they just out to fuck, like, they aim to misbehave. Like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, um, they're big into, did you ever know someone, this feels like something, like, a high school person would be, who's just way too into knives. Like, did you know yeah. this person in high school? Because I certainly did. I mean, freshman year, Zach Rop was that person. But like, so yeah. but like, not in a creepy way, though. Yeah. Yeah. But you're talking about the creepy person who was really in the knife? And like the ones that are like way, that are like very intimidating looking, but very impractical as knives. Like they're, yeah. you know, they're curved and have weird like you know, cuts in the blade. There's a and skull. There's a lot of skull iconography. There's a yeah, lot they bought, of They jewels. bought it at that weird oddity uh, place in the mall. Exactly. It's the mall knives. It's mall yeah. knife kid. The mall knife kid, yes. That- we all know a mall knife kid. <laughs> 
Gribbons are just mall knife kids. That exactly. That's exactly what they are. They have. They hang out in the mall. They hang out with their fellows, who are all fellow mall knife kids. They go to Hot Topic and they get Annie Ann's pretzels. Hey, hey, have you checked out my new blade? It's a replica of Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> I, I got the new knife. This one has five skulls. <gasps> Whoa. There's three here, and then there's one on the bottom. And I want it. And I'm not going to tell you where the fifth skull is. Oh, man, it is a mystery. I'll trade you my five-knife skull for two of your replicas. Huh? But I just got this one. I'll consider your offer and get back to you. Do you want to go get the hot pretzel? That sounds great. I'll get the cinnamon sugar one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but they go, but then they get sidetracked. They got to go look at journeys first. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, browse you know browse some goes. records. They don't have a browse record player. Up. Yeah. Holy so Gribbons. <laughs> I kind of I kind of love them. I kind of love them, honestly. Like I'm making a mental note to come back to them if I ever run fucking D D again. Yeah, they're definitely going on. Monkey with with knife is certainly going on the list. Hey. <laughs> fucking hell, dude. Gorgeous. All right, all right, we got one more. Got one more. Guys, I'm sorry. You What'd know you... what? I'm I'm sorry in advance. What happened? So we got the eye killer. Oh, I haven't looked at it yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I told you it was bad, I man. I didn't look at it. Yeah, Zach. It's, it's really bad. What have you done? Um, all right. Let's, let's, let's read. Yeah. This human-sized creature looks like a cross between a bat and a snake. What's it called again? An eye killer. Oh. Yeah, it's it's killing my eyes from looking at it the fucking sure thing. It sure is. Its upper torso resembles that of a large black bat, while its lower torso appears to be that of a green and yellow scaled snake. Dark green fur covers its upper body. Its eyes are large, lidless white circles uh, and are without pupils. Where are the white circles? All I'm seeing is a black pit with a little <laughs> red dot in it. For real. Oh man, yeah, this thing's awful. Um, yeah, it's got a big snake tail. It's got like this really gross bat head thing mm-hmm. that also kind of looks like a skull slash a person. Yeah, I really hate it. It's very um, like dehydrated. It, yeah, it's real, real emaciated. Eye killers are subterranean dwellers that hate daylight. They dwell underground in dark places where very little light can touch their sensitive eyes. My brand, my sensitive, my special eyes. <laughs> they are evil, malicious creatures that delight in killing others. Nice. Particularly those that wander too close to their lair. Eye killers seem to communicate with each other through a series of low rumbles and growls. They do not speak any known language. Hmm. Eye killers are limbless, spherical things at birth, but take form as they develop, reaching maturity within a year. Ugh. The average adult eye killer reaches a length of seven feet. Whew. Its bat-like wings are useless as the eye killer cannot fly. Now, hold on a second. What? It's got wings but can't fly? What? Why? Oh, man. The eye killer is very territorial and attacks any living creature that enters an area currently under its watchful eye. If the intruders wield a light source, magical flame, a lantern, or the like, the eye killer attacks using its eye ray ability by absorbing the light 
from the source into its eye and releasing it in a bright flash of yellow light at its chosen target. Otherwise, it dispatches the trespassers by grappling with its tail and squeezing. Eye killers flee if confronted with bright light, but otherwise are relentless in combat and always fight to the death. Jesus. Well, now we know why they're called eye killers. Because they have eyes and they're killers. And it's worth mentioning, it's not like the Apple products thing. It's not a lowercase eye killer. It's eye as in like your eyeball. Your eyeball. The I under the lowercase I killer is a completely different product. Different thing, different thing, yeah. different thing. Yeah, that's what um evil Zuckerberg makes. <laughs> Sorry, is there a good to suggest there is a good Zuckerberg? No, there's just n- neutral Zuckerberg. Chaotic neutral Zuckerberg. Chaotic neutral Zuckerberg. There's got to really be a like... timeline where Zuckerberg was good. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> he's a constant. He's a constant across all timelines. He just kind of seems like he just kind of seems like he's either he's either like a new you know chaotic neutral prick or he's evil. Yeah, heard. Uh, yeah, and really loves sweet baby Ray's. That's a whole thing. Apparently, he really loves sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce. I mean, it's good. You know what? That's fair. It's good. It's fine. Ooh, side thing. Um, beef jerky, and then you get the Chipotle Tabasco sauce, and you put it on top. Ooh, holy shit! Will change your life. Ooh, yeah, it's really fucking good, dude. I anyway, m- medium monstrosity, chaotic evil, thirteen armor class, sixty-five hit points, thirty-foot moving speed. It's got <laughs> a seventeen strength. Damn. Sixteen dex, fourteen con, two in. Stupid. 13 was 12 charisma. So everything but it's it, int is positive at the moment. That's and then good. int is real low. Yeah, it's that animal intelligence. Yeah, you know. It's challenge rating of two. Okay. Good at with perception and stealth. It's got sunlight vulnerability. If a uh, source of sunlight is brought within five feet of the eye killer, the eye killer becomes frightened for one minute. While frightened, the eye killer must end any grapple it is maintaining and use its action to dash away from the source of sunlight. Okay. <laughs> so it's got a tail slap which deals 2d10 plus 3 bludgeoning damage wow and as a grapple dang and at the beginning of each of its uh eye killers turn a grapple creature takes uh 2d10 plus 3 bludgeoning oofa dang it just keeps and then it's got the a death ray a death ray if the eye killer begins its turn within an area of bright light or dim light it can immediately douse that source of light if it is created by a spell of third level or lower when it does so it absorbs and redirects the light in a 60 foot line that is five feet across creatures in the area must make a dc 13 deck save on a failed saving throw the target drops to zero hit points and begins dying oh on a successful saving throw, the target takes 3d6 radiant damage. I mean, it is called a death ray. A death ray! Holy shit. Okay, now it really makes sense why they're called eye killers. There is something called the umbral eye killer here. Okay. The umbral eye killer uses the above statistics with the following changes. Uh, this challenge is rating a, is five. This is just a diesel eye killer. Yeah. Uh, it has the following additional abilities: innate spell casting. The umbral eye, I, uh, the umbral eye killer's innate spell casting ability is charisma, and it can cast darkness three times a day without material components, and see in darkness. The umbral eye killer can see in magical and non-magical darkness. Yowza! Yowza, indeed. 
this would provide, I don't like I don't like it. This would provide some very interesting tactics for an encounter. Yeah, because you have to fight in darkness, basically. Unless you have sunlight. Unless you have sunlight, yeah. So yeah, it's like a, you either have the daylight spell prepped or you're fucked. You have to fight in darkness. Although I suppose yeah. you can only do the death ray once per day. So if like you can bait it out, then like maybe yeah, there's a it chance. It would be what? Day, daylight and maybe a sunbeam. Yeah. I think when you, you've got like your hand, like whatever charged, it yep. radiates daylight. Scoozy. Oh, quality nose blow, bro. Apparently, I have very loud nose blows, apparently, according to my sister. She'd always be like, oh, is there a goose in the house? <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that. I love her. She's great. Anyway. um, This thing's bad. It's quite bad. But, Zach, I think right. if you're into it, I think this we might have an opportunity here for... Mm. But what if it wasn't? I was going to say, Jess, but what if it wasn't? Yeah. You beat me to it, you m- saucy minx. <laughs> what if it was the Apple product eye killer? Um, it would... It would have a sleek white finish. I was going to say, it would definitely be a lot more sleek. <laughs> Not so ridgy. Yeah, we, we would lose the, you know, the useless wings mm-hmm. because... It's not efficient. I mean, it's not efficient. It's just wasting space, adding unnecessary weight. It's like when um, did you ever hear the thing about was it the first was it the iPhone where they had made the first prototype for it and Steve Jobs dropped it into a fish tank and was like, you see all those air bubbles from in there? That means that there's empty space. Fill it up. Are you shitting me? Yeah, I think that was a real oh thing. I believe that happened. God. Steve Jobs took the like first prototype yeah. of the iphone and dropped it in a fish tank because he was an asshole mm-hmm. <laughs> but hey you know what happens when you hold your tongue and say say apple what you get right what have you ever heard this before no hold your tongue and say apple like with my hand yeah like uh, uh, hold on. Apple. oh ah. <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard that no. before? That was the thing, like, like fucking middle school, like, when people were, like, trying to get people to swear. It was like, hey, Z- hey, hold your tongue and say apple. Apple. And like, apple. And people were like, ha, you you swore. And you'd be like, no, I did Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a great moment to capture uh, uh, in audio form. I'm real, uh. I'm excited. <laughs> you were like, apple. Oh. Yeah, it's because he's an asshole. Oh shit! Okay, so what are the features of the eye, Apple's new product, the Eye Killer? Um, well, you know how like you know you've got like your built-in like flashlight with like you know like your phones and stuff nowadays. Mm-hmm. That one boasts probably the one with the highest lumens possible. Yeah. Um, but it's dark mode. All the time. Yeah. Unparalleled. Yeah. Um, it can smell Samsung products and kill them. Yeah, it's it comes loaded with a Samsung killing virus yeah. that it just airdrops to. I, I think it still has a death ray, but it's only targeted at Samsung products or Google products. Mm-hmm. With non-Apple products, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. essentially. Essentially. Yeah. Competing electronics. Is it a phone? No, it's a... Does, it's it, a, does it act like, <laughs> as a phone? No, it's a little, it's, it's a little dude snake. Oh, it's still a dude it's snake. It's still okay. a dude snake. It's still a creature. It's still a living being. Oh, it just it just zaps non-Apple products. Yeah, it's got to be. 
Gotcha. It's got to be. A, it's gotta I was. Be. I was imagining it was a phone now. No, That's no, no. Not so like, it's so still like, horrid. So new. You know, the new thing is like electronic assistants. You've got your Alexas. You've got your Cortanas. Yeah, this Griffin, give us a give us a, a quick product launch. For oh, the for, eye killer. for the eye killer? Yeah, for the eye killer. <clears throat> I'm putting you on the spot a bunch today. Sorry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what we have today is the new innovative product from Apple. I, of course, am Steve Jobs. Hello. <laughs> we here at Apple feel i'm gonna get we're gonna get sued so bad we here at apple are fiercely defending our claims our products and that we are the greatest electronics company for the people which is why we are introducing our new product launching today so that all of you out there can be safer feel safer about having an apple product introducing the eye killer and then, oh, and then I pull. Oh my God, Steve! And then I pull a snake out of my pocket. <laughs> what Dude, the you I fucking wheel it in from off stage? Because let's forget, not forget, it's seven feet long. <laughs> the eye killer is the. I got nothing else. <laughs> that was impressive. High praise right here. Holy shit! Oh man, this thing sucks. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Let's get. I'm done with this. Okay. Motherfucker's gross. Yeah, bad pet. Moving on. Yeah, bad pet. Moving on, and by moving on, we mean that's the end of the episode, everybody. Woo! Uh, oh, Manzies, what a good. Hey, what a good one. Wait a, you know what? Hey, you put in a lot of work today. Thank you. I, I you're I'm you're doing. My, I'm out here doing my best. Yeah. That's all. It's all we can ever do. It's all we can ever do. Hey, folks. Uh, thanks for listening to another episode of this here podcast. You know what? We really appreciate it. And you know what? We love you. We love you. Uh, thank you to Frog God Games for uh, their cool stuff in the Tome of Horrors. Uh, we've had them on the show before, actually. Um, Holy shit, we did, didn't we? Yeah, we had someone from Frog God on the show. So That's forever ago. Holy yeah, fuck. for sure. Um, so yeah, go check out the Tome of Horrors. It's really cool. Um, I love all these third-party monster books. They're just cool sources of inspiration. And oh, yeah, some, definitely. They've got some great ideas in there. If you find the, uh, if you're like us and been playing D&D forever, and you're looking for something fresh and new, like Cobalt Press, Tome of Horror, uh, Fraga Games, like all good shit to look into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, as per usual, you know, if you like the show, you want to give us a little bit of you know support, a little bit of love, uh, just scrolling down wherever you listen to us. Leave us a, a rating, a review, subscribe. You know, all those boost our metrics. Yeah. Let other people see us. And uh, that helps us out a lot. Yeah. We're both just nodding here, like, contentedly at you, but you can't tell that because this is an audio medium. There's just a lot of love coming through yeah. these microphones now. There's a lot of, lot of nodding. Uh, I mean, yeah. Otherwise, uh, you, know, you can check out the Patreon mm. at patreon.com slash media. You, know, you could you know, donate monthly. Get some cool rewards. Go check out all the other shows on the Ghostlight Media Network. They're great. Yeah. They're pretty good. You know? Uh Yesterday, what was it? TSS came out? Well, when you hear this, the Wednesday this comes out, a new episode of These Science Seers came out the day before. So go listen to that. We are, we're always Man. dropping. We're always dropping content. We're, we're, we, are we always dropping content. Oh, and there's only more to come. There's only more to come because that, yeah, 
Yeah. Because we make this all the time. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Folks, thank you very much for listening. I have been Griffin. I have been Zach. And just remember, folks, at the end of the day. Hey. <coughs> it's, uh, it's uh, all about love, baby. <laughs> it's all about love, baby. <laughs> Monkey with knife. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 98 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons, Roger, Carlin, and Enoch, for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nicole Tuttle Rob for making our theme song. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Nicole Voice and on The Silent Secrets as part of Ghostlight Media. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast, also a part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, I don't know, man. Just watch out for Monkey with Knife. Watch out for anyone with a knife, really. Except maybe like a chef. They might be okay. This is a Ghostlight Media production.